Today, a sense of connection to something bigger than ourselves. A search for meaning in life. As such, it is a universal human experience. Something that touches us all. Welcome to the Controverse. I was wondering why why did it show you first and not me? This is it's obvious being kinda I don't wanna call it, but you know what I mean. It prefers white males. It prefers <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> that's that's the reason. Hello Tom. How are you? Hello Bello. I'm actually doing quite well. Uh yeah. I mean the, the baby's starting to kick. Oh. And uh, I felt it for the first time today. So like nice. I felt it kicking, which was uh, an interesting experience. Um, also, uh, I got uh, I, I, I kind of shilled to big tech. Uh, I gave in to big okay. tech uh, two weeks ago, Why? April first, uh, because I got a smartwatch, and uh, now big tech is tracking me even more. But, but, it is actually really nice for me. Uh, because it is helping me to to get moving again. Because every day I have these rings to fill. You see, these this is an interesting concept. Mm -hmm. I have these rings I can fill, yeah. as you can see. And these really, really help. Because one ring is for moving, one ring is for exercise, and one ring is for standing. So as you can see on the calendar here, I've filled them for every day of the month so far. And Whoa. I'm going for a perfect month. And it's giving me medals, Bello. You understand? It gives me medals for... <laughs> look, and you can spin them. Look, look, this is a medal. I can spin them around. And it says, earned by Tom. You see that? Nice, nice. It's, it's wonderful. So it gives me it's... medals for a perfect week and a perfect month and a perfect year. So, Are these medals uh, NFTs? <laughs> I don't they? know what that is. <laughs> you don't. Yeah. Okay. Crypto art. We're gonna talk about crypto art in, in another episode. <laughs> yeah. But today, today we wanted to talk about spirituality. Yes. We Let do. me open it up with asking you: <laughs> do, do you think that the Apple Watch is maybe you know um, fulfilling some inner inner desire that you might have? Well, that <laughs> I always wanted to get to get moving, but it's so hard for me to stay motivated over a long period. Mm -hmm. And filling these rings every day <clears throat> for me, it just it just you know it works really well. Uh, so I've been on the on the bike every day. I've been running. Uh, so every day you have to do at least 30 minutes of exercise, of active exercise, um, where it's more than a brisk walk. So anything more than a brisk walk. And at least 30 minutes. So, um, yeah, I've been on the bike every day and I've been moving. And Because before, you know, I have a, I have a desk job as well, so I'm always sitting down. Uh, you know, it, it reminds me to stand up every once in a while. It's, it's actually really useful for me, I feel like. Yeah, it's nice. Show us your abs. <laughs> okay, okay. It's, it's not that time yet. <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, my abs. No, no, yeah. I don't have any abs. <laughs> yes, you do. I've I seen said, them. I thought just my apps. No, no. I'm no, totally, not totally in the digital, digital realm. Okay. Yeah, so that's well, how I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're doing good, as I what, see. What about you, Bella? How are you doing? I'm completely the opposite, and I'm happy about it. Oh, finally, a controversy episode where you're absolutely into <laughs> tech, and I'm absolutely against tech. Well... It's different this year because it's that time of the year again. It's Ramadan, so I'm fasting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
and I feel very, very good about it. And it sparks my connection with the spiritual, I guess, and makes me want to get as far away as possible from digital, <laughs> you know, augmentations, I yeah. had say, yeah. computer, PC, whatever. And yeah, so I think it's a very good start for us to have this, you know, uh, mm -hmm. one mm -hmm. hour guys with good microphones talking about something <laughs> session. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. No, <laughs> let's not do this again. <laughs> okay. Um, cool. Because I used to have an uh, Apple Watch and I was very disappointed. I was, as soon as it came out, it was back in the days when I was, still had a lot of money to throw out of the window. And I went to this shop and bought two because I could and gifted one to a friend because I could. Yes, I'm such a show-offy person. <laughs> I actually used to be. And then I was disappointed because I had to charge it every night. Mm -hmm. I think they've improved it. Uh, you're, yeah, they've what's improved it. The, the version now? Uh, I got have? the I got the SE version, which is a, a cheaper version than the the main series six or whatever it is. It has mm -hmm. an, an EKG, EKG heart monitoring heart stuff, you know, like a blood oxygen meter and stuff like that. Uh, but I don't really need all that really. Um, so this is a much cheaper version. It costs about half. So um, that's why I went for this one. And I have to. Yeah, I can always wear it basically, and I only char uh, charge it during my morning routine. So I just plug it in during my morning routine, and then I go downstairs and do all that stuff. It, and then after about an hour or something, I put it back on, and I'm I ready see. to go for the whole day again. So uh, yeah, it's not not a big deal. That that's okay, I guess. For my watch, it was annoying because I felt as if I was becoming less of myself because now I was always forced to charge two devices. Mm -hmm. And it was clear that if I actually used it the way I wanted it to, 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 to assist me in my daily routine, then I would burn the battery down um, yeah. even before the day was gone. So mm -hmm. I really hated that thing, but I had the same experience. It really helped me with running. But later on, I found out that I could do it without the, the, the yeah. watch. Yeah, you, you, of course, you can do it without the watch. You don't need the watch to get active, but it does help to to, to motivate yeah. you uh, yeah. quite a bit uh, for me because it, it you know it gives me a goal. It gamifies. Yeah. We've talked about gamifying before. It gamifies it and it gives you medals. It gives you shiny medals. Uh, I already have the perfect week medal, which was really nice, where I filled all the rings for seven days, and now I'm going for the perfect month, and then the perfect year, and you know it, it just it's it's becoming part of my of my daily routine to just like move and, and actually be active because and before is, I was very, way too sedentary. This is the interesting thing because we say spirituality, right? This is mm -hmm. what I say about spirituality. Mm -hmm. It gives you a reason, a motivation, a, it gives you something to, to stick to and, yep. um, and uh, yeah, kind of motiv motivate yourself to mm -hmm. do something. So maybe we can start off softly by asking, yeah. do you think like the technocracy, as people like to call it, is a new spiritual trend? Or, you know, do you think like electronic device augmentations are kind of, as in cyberpunk, you remember the voodoo boys mm -hmm. leading us into a mm -hmm. techno spirituality? 
Yeah, then I guess the first question we have to ask is what what is spirituality, right? Okay. Because yeah, because, yeah. because then you know I, I can't really say that because I have a hard time uh, defining spirituality, mm -hmm. uh, what it even means. Um, mm -hmm. I think it means something different for for everyone. Um, but you know, uh, it would be interesting to to see how we can apply it to things like technology. Uh, mm -hmm. If we actually know what it what it means to be yeah. to be spiritual, uh, and I guess you know what the, it, what does it mean for you? My my the best definition that I've heard so far, which I like to <clears throat> to 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 stick to at at the moment, is spirituality is a sense of connection. You know, this is the the broadest yet most satisf satisfying definition I can get because. It applies to many to things to exactly a sense of connection to something which okay. would allow for technology to be spiritual. To anything? But um, I guess, I guess to anything possibly, yes. If you think about, uh, about Japanese culture or African voodoo culture, where they believe that every object can inherit a soul. And technically, you know, you can be connected or attached to your table. And so I think spirituality is, <clears throat> well, we, we do have the word spirit in it, right? Mm -hmm. So what is spirit? And spirit is, I guess, uh, I would define it as something non, well, not necessarily physical, mm -hmm. you know, like beyond beyond the, 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 the physics, sorry, my phone is ringing, um, beyond the physical realm. Mm -hmm. And I think this is where it becomes interesting because many people, and there you have New Age and Alan Watts and these types of things, like to, to use the, the, the explanation with energy because there's this law in physics, I'm not good at physics or anything, but I've heard it many times that one law in physics is that energy can never disappear it can only transform into a different state. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I guess this energy that composes our bodies is what people like to call spirit. And when you connect that energy to some other form of energy, I guess people call it spirituality. This is how I understand it. I don't know if that's correct. Like, mm -hmm. What do you think about that? So, so then... Um how can tech be spirituality? Because technology is all about physical forms and physical things doing something. Unless you mean that software is like a spirit. You might say that the soul is a software of the human body. Perhaps. There's some, <laughs> well, some might call it crazy. Some might call it genius. I don't know what to make of it, but it's very interesting. I've heard one Islamic scholar talk about demons being uh, formed or existing out of electricity because mm -hmm. there's a specific form of demons in Islam called jinn and they are described as smokeless fire and now you have to think about the time when when Islam came about they didn't know about electricity so they say the the description of these demons is that they are uh, restless and they move fast uh, that they can be in one point in one second and at a different point in another second 
they are like fire, but they are smokeless and everything. And everything that is given in the, this description could be used to describe electricity. Mm -hmm. You know, if you if you think about a lightning or whatever, uh, if you yeah. think about lightning and everything. So uh, he goes so far that he says, these beings occupy our phones. They are magical, mystical beings who are doing the work inside of our phones. <laughs> so technically. But in our yeah. heads as well, right? Because our brain also works with electrical impulses. Now we now we go deep down the rabbit hole, but yes, exactly. <laughs> in Islam there's another thing called Weswese. This is kind of the whispering of the of the of the, the devil. And the devil is from Islamic standpoint seen as a former demon of the same kind of uh, you know like uh, also a jinn who was such a formidable believer that he was um, uh, ri risen up to the skies and was allowed to live with the angels in the realm of the God and everything. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so uh, he did something wrong and disobeyed the, the, the one God and this is why he was cast away. And now he has, but he, well, this... This is kind of the, the long story, uh, the short, long story short, but anyhow, you know, before he was cast away, he said, give me some time. I will prove to you that these human beings will follow me instead of you. They are non-good believers. And the God in the sky said, it's okay. You have your time, try it. And so this devil is trying to uh, seduce us to do bad stuff. And the way he does this is through whispering in our heads or in our hearts. And you could technically see it as well as electrical signals that come into your mind and you don't know where your thoughts come from. So you could, you know, if you want to think around corners, mm -hmm. see it in that way. But I think this is already, f we, 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 <laughs> we went from zero to one million. <laughs> yeah. So maybe let's go back a little. <laughs> sure. But I mean, one of, one of the first things that I, that I guess I wanted to ask you Mm -hmm. uh, when you said you want to talk about spirituality is because it's, you know, it's obviously very actual right now because we are, you are in the middle of, uh, the Ramadan period. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you said in the start that it, that it helps you, uh, to reconnect, mm -hmm. right? uh, mm -hmm. to, to your spirituality. Um, so I was, I was wondering how that helps you because I, I guess how I always understood it, like the point of Ramadan was uh, that you, you when you're, you, know, you don't eat during the day or, or at least between that the sun is down and then the sun comes up and then you can't eat anymore until the sun goes down, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I always in interpreted it as, you know, um, uh, while you are not eating, you get hungry, you know, you, you feel it in your body. So it helps you to think about, um, you know, uh, this you know your your connection to spirituality that's the first thing i guess you think of because you are doing that for a religious reason and also um because uh and also thinking of people that don't have any food um i i think that's also part of it uh is that a correct interpretation that those two things kind of merge together and then in that way help you you know think about or keep it on top of your mind during the day I guess 
you could say it that way. You could see it that way. But I would say that if you ask 10 people, you will get 10 answers. Okay. This is, and this is a typical thing for spirituality, right? Yeah. So, but it, for me, it's just out of, I don't, I don't, I don't have enough knowledge yeah, of but what actually the purpose is. No, this is, this is, um, it's hard to, to explain because there is no, no purpose as such. The purpose you give, you give it a purpose mm -hmm. and that's the, 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 where it starts. So let me give you another example, which is a little easier. <clears throat> Uh, it's about eating pork, pork meat. Right. Like um, when Muslim children are asked when they live in a non-Muslim country, they often ask, why don't you eat pork? It's so delicious. Don't you know bacon and all this nice stuff? And um, they, the, the, the children expect an answer that's logical. They want to have the answer that the pig is dirty mm. and whatever. And then it's unpure, right? Well, it used to be in, in it, historically, there was a, a situation where pork meat was very foul and everything. So they weren't supposed, they okay. weren't supposed to eat it. Mm -hmm. But uh, these children, for example, talk to their parents and say, hey, one boy in my school isn't eating more, uh, uh, pork. Why isn't he eating pork and blah, blah, blah. And then the ch parents explain to the children that, yeah, you know, back in the days they didn't have high hygiene and the pork meat was uh, rotten and all that stuff. That's why it was forbidden. But now why should they still refrain from eating pork? Because now we have high hygiene and everything. Mm -hmm. But a Muslim uh, educated kid will tell you, I don't eat pork because God told me not to. <laughs> but this is, you know, this is a very, very hard answer. Like, what does it mean? When did God tell you and why and how did he tell you and whatever? Mm -hmm. Like, but this, um, this is the same thing for, for Ramadan, for fasting. Well, technically people fast for the sake of fasting because it's so you're supposed to fast in that month. But then if you go deeper and check it out, then you find very, very interesting benefits of fasting. For example, what you mentioned, the reflection. The moment that you are, you know, uh, uh, purposely refraining from doing something, because when people talk about Ramadan, they only talk about the, the food, but it's not about mm -hmm. the food. Mm -hmm. You're not supposed to have bad thoughts. You're not supposed to say bad words. You're not supposed to look at bad stuff. You're not supposed to, to you know, you, you, should, you shouldn't do anything that's uh, uh, considered to be haram. And, well, the thing is, you're always supposed to not yeah, do it. It's always haram. That's what I'm thinking exactly. the whole time, yeah. So why would... But especially you know, during Ramadan. No, especially during Ramadan is, is a misconception. The thing okay. is, the, the explanations that people give you, uh, uh, oh, well, not people... The, there's something very uh, particular, uh, peculiar about Ramadan, and the, which is it is a blessed time. So, there are the, the Prophet of the Islam, peace be upon him, said that um, in the time of the Ramadan, the devils are chained. So, it's easier, it's only easier and yeah. it's a time that then the whisper isn't there 
the whisperer is is he might be there but he's so weak that it's he's, you know okay. it's so easy for you yes he's super weakened and it's super easy for you to do good in that month mm -hmm. and in this month for example the believers believe that there's one day one night um, uh, in the last seven days where every wish will be granted no one knows when that night is but it's you know there's a uh, probability like highly likely to be tonight or the night after tonight people see it from from stars and everything uh what's up guys agree so far with bella 100 pretty good explain thank you chief um anyhow yeah so this is how the, the, they 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 might see it and so ramadan is something like a gift if you were a sinner your whole life you get a month like bonus if you do it in that month all your your sins before are you know not as big as the one month where you tried hard it's kind of a mercy from from the the god this is how it's it's seen from a muslim perspective so it's not that you have to do it because whatever it's especially now it's a time but it would be stupid not to because it's the easiest and yet the best way of you yeah, know yeah the, the easiest and the best that's what i was always th also thinking like it's right now it's easier so why would it count as especially good you know what i mean because it's so easy the devil is chained anyways because because <laughs> the god when muslims pray they always say bismillahirrahmanirrahim mm -hmm. so in the name of allah the the, the the most high the most merciful mm -hmm. yeah and uh, the most gra gracious, the most merciful. Mm -hmm. Exactly. He cannot be the most merciful if you can imagine to be mer more merciful than him. So I like to give you the example of, you know, being, if if it was you, you did something wrong, okay? Everyone does wrong things from time to time. We don't want to, but, you know, whisperers come. <laughs> mm -hmm. And imagine you did something wrong where you really regret it. And then I say, look at yourself. Would you forgive yourself? If you know, you know best why you did it, how you did it, and you know how you felt while doing it and how you feel after, would you forgive yourself? And if the answer is yes, I ask, why do you think that the most merciful who calls himself the most merciful would not forgive you? So if you can find a human being who is so perfect and so soft and hard and everything, and you know, he gives you so many chances, then how can the one God who loves all children and everything be be so cruel and be like, no, I won't give you a chance. So he gives you technically, from the Islamic point of view, so many opportunities to do good, really. Um, and the, the month of Ramadan, the funny thing is, it's not only, so there's one, this is the one thing, the reflection, it gives you time to see your own mistakes because it's hard to do. It's hard to not think something bad. It's hard to, to, to you know, uh, to, to break your own habits. But the blessing in, it, in, in this month is, if you do something for a month, then you usually create or break a habit. And it's extremely easy in this month to build a habit or to break habits, bad habits, for example, smoking. I used to, you know, I used to smoke. Mm. Uh, I haven't smoked for th four months now. Well, three and a half months. 
Uh, and it was very hard for me to stop because I don't know, I liked it. <laughs> Now I'm using this month to get off sugar. Because, mm -hmm. Not because anybody told me. It's not in the Quran that you're not allowed to eat sugar. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't want to. So I use this month to detox. Mm -hmm. And then there's the, the health benefit. Because you, you put your body in a specific crisis where it pushes out all of the bad stuff and, you know, uh, saves all of the good stuff. Um, there's a Russian way of fasting where you only have fluids, I guess, for 14 days. You, you don't eat anything. There are different ways of fasting. They, they all have kind of health benefits, especially for diabetes and a different kind of um, uh, a similar uh, illnesses. So there are many positive aspects of this. And the most positive aspect, I guess, is that you realize, and this, it's a true story. One day, uh, actually, it's, I don't know if, I'm, if he would like me to tell you about it, but anyhow, I'll just say it. So Samuel's father used to be a monk, and he, we met one day at a Buddhist uh, festival right after I was fasting. And he looked at me, he was like, you're glowing. Why are you glowing so much? And I was like, I don't know. I didn't do anything. He was like, yeah, but you look so clean. <laughs> and the only thing that I did was I was fasting. And this is now the funny coincidence because he was organizing a Buddhist uh, festival to celebrate the birthday of the Buddha. And the day was, I don't know, somehow the day when the Buddha got enlightened. And it was the same month and the same day when Muhammad was enlightened and you know, had his visions of uh, mm. the, the angel Gabriel and got the first Quran verses. So it's something about this month. It's this, this time that I guess believers think about. That's very special to me because that almost, you know, I don't know if this is, I mean, I'm just going to speak my mind. Of course. Uh, <laughs> uh, this, is, this is, you know, almost like, Uh, there is a strong connection between between religions. I mean, it is known that there is historically a strong connection between a lot of religions, and uh, the Bible and the Quran have overlaps, uh, right? So they are like characters that come in this the same uh, uh, are are in both books. Um, so you know, it it almost feels like they are uh, worshiping the same the same thing, but they give it different names. This right. is my point of view, to be honest. And this is why I don't like to talk a lot about spirituality or religion, because I know it's so easy to hurt someone else's feelings. Some mm -hmm. people just want to have the right answer and they want to be on the right side. And they, yeah. they are like, you know, we, 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 we've seen uh, news of, of Islamic radicals we have seen of christian radicals we have seen of any kind of radicals and if you tell something to uh, that they don't like even it might be true but they don't want it to be true for example mm -hmm. uh, then you can cause big harm but from my personal point of view i think that all religions are the same thing like the same glass of water that you look from different perspective and it will look different based on where you are if you look from the bottom from the top, from the side, whatever. And that, that, that might uh, impact your, 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 your behavior because how, what you perceived will 
you know, it influences you. And then it goes further than this because it's so far away. I think the root, the source is the same thing. But now the road, the path is so long that over the time, you know, there's this kind of deviation, I guess. Uh, thank you, Ali. Chief, thank you, Chief. Um, the, the, the deviation is so easy and far that, that you know, one, one degree off to the side will be, make a big difference after mm. 200 kilometers. Mm. And yeah, so I think... I, I also think it's kind of the same thing, but we have to be careful how to... to... Of course, yeah, of course. I, I wouldn't say every religion is the same thing. Uh, I mm -hmm. wouldn't go that far. But I definitely, I feel like, I'm, I'm not a religious person myself, as you know, um, mm -hmm. but I feel like, um, you know, if, if there is something, there is definitely, like you said, uh, it's, spirituality to me feels like it's, it's, it's an energy uh, that you either... Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, it's an energy that you that you either you know are connected with or not connected with. Connected with this energy, uh, and I feel like, uh, especially because you see all over the world, you see religions that um, worship uh, similar things in different ways, in very mm. different ways. Um, but I feel like there might be something in in humans that enables them to feel this energy. And that is maybe quite universal across the world, you know, in, in whether you're in, in, in Tibet on a mountain in, in, in a, you know, or you are in Europe or you are in the Sahara desert, you know, everybody has, seems to have this ability to, mm -hmm. to feel this energy and, and pursue something with that. And, yeah. you know, that is, that is pretty profound. It is. And this is why I wanted to talk about this in the controversy, because it's also controversial. Because this inherent thing that we all have can be abused and has been abused. Yes. We, sure. we are, you know, latently spiritual beings. And some people like insects, it doesn't matter what kind of religion. Because I think, you know, the, 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 this, the, I don't mean that the religions are the same. I say the root is the same the source mm -hmm. is the same you, yeah. if you will trace it back it would mm. come to the same source of origin but yeah there's been abuse in every religion in in sure. judaism in uh, hinduism in islam in 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 buddhism even where I, I i was shocked because i thought that you know buddhism would have been the purest form i guess because it's so selfless and everything but there are profound cases of, of abuse where, you know, so-called gurus abuse people just for, I don't mm. know, no one really understands. and For their own you, gain or for... It's not for, even, not only for their own gain. I, I don't understand them. Maybe there's a higher reason behind it that we cannot understand with human logic, but some there, people... There's also a lot of politics, right? Uh, yes. Involved. I yeah. think I think maybe in the past, especially, there's been um, you know a lot of of people uh, abusing religion as a as a political force. Maybe yeah. even in in the Middle Ages, uh, it was it was a very strong like the Catholic Church and stuff in of Western course. Europe was a very big powerhouse. It's Bef their politicians. In, yeah, almost. exactly. Before before we had this kind of secular state where where politics or state and religion were separated. Religion was the power, 
Mm-hmm. It was. Uh, I mean, if you, if you, I, I'm not that accurate, but if we, we we roughly sketch it, then you have the. Uh, we can. I can't look that far back. My historical background is not that wide, but we can start with the uh, monotheistic religions that we all know about. Um, so it starts with the Pharaoh in Egypt, then the uh, Israelites um, go away from him and create 12 tribes, I think 12 tribes, uh, or seven or 12. Anyhow, um, and then, so Jews become more or less powerful, but this is kind of the only religion, <laughs> only monotheistic religion. Then from there you get, you, you get the Christians and the Christians is there. This is interesting because Parallel to the Christians, Christians were suppressed as well. Jews were suppressed. Well, next to the Egyptians, uh, Christians were suppressed next to the Jews and the Romans. Then the Romans took on the Christianity because Christianity was becoming more and more powerful. And then after this, uh, Christianity was everywhere, not everywhere. It's technically only one geographic area, but Christianity was the new normal and now the Muslims come and they all had kind of the same beliefs but um, I don't know I think this is how how I guess the Abrahamitic religions try to explain each other um, they how do you say deviated from the original path mm-hmm. and there was someone who should remind them of the original This is why from Judaism, Christianity came with Jesus and from Christianity with uh, Muhammad, uh, the Islam, because these religions became very powerful and influential. And then the politics came in, in, into play. And after that, corruption. <laughs> and yeah. after the corruption, the, the I don't know, uh, re-revolution of however you might call it and this is really like the abuse right of 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 a religion which is which is a big danger yeah. uh that we see um and uh also you know i th- i guess there's also a lot of people uh that don't agree with uh what you just said that that they all stem from the same point of course uh, yeah like like as we see in the middle east right in israel and and palestine uh that is a really big uh you know fight even though yeah. perhaps they they uh you know their religions come from the same um purpose in in the this beginning but it's exactly. it's become political this is why i see i see spirituality also also as a dangerous thing because if i if my belief is so strong it can blind me you know it, it can make me uh, on one hand it will elevate me and make me fly, you know, metaphorically speaking. <laughs> But on the other hand, it will make me blind to see the others. Because if I think, oh, I don't want to be the sinner. I'm the perfect guy who doesn't think of bad stuff. Look at me, look at me. And then I say, look at these sinners. They don't deserve to be here and everything. <laughs> yeah, look at Tom. He's not fasting. <laughs> Whatever, shame on him. But of course not. <laughs> But... Um, This 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 causes bloodbaths, as we've seen with the the Christchurch 
as we've seen with um, ISIS, as we have seen multiple times historically. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, even, you know, the, the even more problematic uh, area that I have personal experience with is um, I know one guy personally who was a very kind, young, uh, uh, well, a smart boy. And I think Chief, is, if he's still here, I think he knows him too. He went to ISIS and he never came back. We don't know what happened to him. And he was not a, a, a guy who wanted to be a terrorist or anything. I think he was just well, somehow seduced with these idea, ideas that can be, you know, they can take you in so much that you can lose yourself in it, which is usually what you want. You want to lose yourself in the spirituality, mm-hmm. but it can also, you know, be turned against you. And this is why I think it's so controversial and some people are extremely afraid even of, of spirituality because mm-hmm. it's like hypnosis. No one wants to be hypnotized, yeah. I guess. And yeah. But do you think it's also um, because of the, the, the power of interpretation? Um, because, because a lot of, a lot of, uh, these extremist ideas and stuff I always hear are up to interpretation and I mm-hmm. hear that, you know, the only correct way, uh, to read the Quran is in Arabic. Um, but right. But it can also be translated or even in Arabic be interpreted. That's the thing. So the, this culture is so old that, for example, I, there's one example. I don't speak it, but I I had a very close friend who who, who became a Islam scholar, um, and he told me he went to Syria actually to study, and this is kind of a fun fact, I guess. I used to uh, I was supposed to go to Syria myself, and I, we we made the plans 2009. 2010 around and then this friend who was there already in Damascus he said no there's something happening right now do not come here and this is why I went to Turkey at that time to to become a Islamic scholar and it wasn't for me apparently and I, I changed my directions but this guy told me that Islam is so complicated especially because of the Quran is in Arabic, but Arabic is not the same if you're in uh, in, in Tunisia, in mm, Egypt, in, right. in Morocco. And I didn't know that, actually. It's a di- very different dialects and, 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 and wordings and everything. And now, for, uh, historically, one, one word, this is interesting, because Muslims pray like this or like this. And the reason for this is that Over the time, the word, which was, I don't know what's this, ankle, not, not ankle. Uh, um, wrist. Your wrist. The word for wrist has become elbow or vice versa. So the same word has not changed, but the meaning has changed. So now okay. you have one group of Muslims who pray like this and one group of Muslims who pray like this. And both are right. <laughs> but if but you, the meaning if you, has changed over time. So you can't... The, the the words that are in the Quran from that time don't mean the same as they do today. Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yes. Um, so it's no, it's hard to interpret because you have to know the culture, the historical background, the mm-hmm. the you know where was it, who said it. Right. It's a very uh, poetic language. 
But do you, but do you think do you think that you know you have the the elbow and wrist thing? Mm-hmm. Um, but do you think there are also you know other words that were written uh, I don't know five hundred years ago that uh, still mean something today, but might mean something different, even well, even more significant words than just wrist or or elbow. The the, the biggest discussion is about scarf, because no one uh, the hijab the the, yeah. the, the mm-hmm. head scarf or mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, there, some people like to argue that there's no explicit um, mention in the Quran that women should wear a a, a um, I don't know headscarf, right? Mm-hmm. In English, yeah, sure. And some people say that it is. I don't know the the passages, but I know that the word that you're looking for is kind of not not even scarf, but it's it's something like. Uh, Yeah, now my English <laughs> What is, is it not in good enough. In German is Tuch. Yeah, you I know? don't know that word. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. The thing is, Tuch is something like towel, but not a towel, you know? Not okay. to dry yourself, but like a... Yeah, and this is where it becomes still a complicated. A veil, maybe. Yes, a veil. Veil okay. might be the best word. Okay. Exactly. So what does a veil mean? A cloth. Cloth could also be, and this is a good example where we see what does he mean? Because if I lack the 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 the, the power in wording to say veil, for example, I might use cloth, and 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 if I say cloth, for some person a cloth is a different thing that you know for a different person. Or if I don't even use Google Translator as Chief did, I might say towel, and I say wear your towels when you go out. And then, you know, people walk around with beach towels all the time. And they're like, hey, this is Islam. <laughs> My God told me to. So this is yeah. very difficult and complicated. And it's actually not only this the, in, in Islam like this. It's the same for for uh, Judaism, where it's so complicated that they even say, the one who knows doesn't tell, the one who tells doesn't know. Mm. So, <laughs> so how can you know now? Or what do you know? The moment mm. you, you think you know, you don't obviously don't know. And in 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 Buddhism, it's the same with Pali. Uh, this is what what Samuel's father yeah. does a lot. He he writes translations of Pali uh, uh, texts. Mm-hmm. So this is where where it becomes complicated. And the problem is, for example, in the Islam. This is a discussion that we had uh, very often. You're supposed to invite uh, people to their religion, okay? So now ISIS, for example, says kill all the non-believers. Who are you going to invite then if they are all dead? So it doesn't make any sense, right? But on one passage in the Quran, you will you will find the wording "kill your enemy wherever you might find him." Mm-hmm. So. Why, why, what does this sentence mean? In another passage, you will find who, whoever kills one human being is as if he has killed all of humanity. So what can we make out of it? It's super complicated. And this is There's why... contradictions? It's, it's not contradicting. Uh, it's not okay. contradictions. It's, um, it's, it's because of the, the, the Quran didn't, didn't come in one day. I think mm-hmm. it, it it came over. Also, help me, chief. Multiple people wrote it. Not 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 wrote it, but compiled it. Or, okay. That's even even more more uh, because it is because it is the word of of God. It was exact, Nobody, no, not a human wrote it. 
it was it was an oral tradition like the word just came to 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 muhammad and he he just had like you know you can't imagine it like you've seen it maybe in in, in movies where people are there's a ghost coming into someone and he's like oh la, 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 la. okay you have to imagine it like this i didn't yeah, mean to I mock oh, no 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 but, but yeah. i understand i understand what you mm. mean and people who heard it were repeating it and this is how it was done okay. for a long time so you would remember it and repeat it and and only those who were able to uh, repeat it without any flaws were allowed to repeat it to others and over the time after the death of the uh, of muhammad i think 20 or 40 years after his death they actually uh, started to compile it and they they only you know or they tried to only compile the things that were 100% uh, authentic so this is again another source of you know uh, discussion error. yeah mm -hmm. yeah where you don't know what what's what but i think these are details that we we should not focus on right i think the the most most important thing is um does it help you or does yeah. it uh, anyhow in in some way block you mm. you know that's what does i would, wanted to to get into with you uh yeah. in terms of uh, in terms of uh getting back to how it personally um influenced you you know the mm -hmm. the, the religion um and how how it has helped you and um maybe also how it uh posed challenges for you um yeah that's these are good questions they are just it's hard to to just give one simple question but maybe for me it's it's um i'm i'm a specific case and i'm not uh the only Everyone one is, right yeah I, i know i know i know that's what i wanted to, to add so it's Your not a specific not, case bella it's not all uh, the the that i'm the only one it's just that um i might not fit the average description usually um uh, people have have had religion from at home you know and they they learned something and this is their foundation their belief system and everything i'm a little different because i almost almost grew up like a how do you how do you call these without parents um an orphan orphan i almost grew up like an orphan but the funny thing is and i don't know why but for me there was never a shadow of a doubt that god is with me no one taught me taught me about the one god i was in contact with him i was speaking to him all the time in my head and over the time i learned about religion and my mother is catholic so i lived with my mother in the beginning so i was catholic and when i uh, moved from france to germany my father is a muslim so i was muslim but i didn't know what it means but now when i came into school i remember one of the biggest Uh, 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 problems I, I had in school when I was uh, in love for the first time like preschool or whatever like I was six or seven years old there was a German girl eating pork sausage and she wanted to share with me and I couldn't take it and I I, I felt so limited because I <laughs> because I had mm -hmm. learned by that time yeah. that I'm not allowed to eat pork but I wanted to eat it so badly and then i know there was a time when I, where i actually trespassed 
and I took the sausage and it was not delicious. And I, I regretted it so much because it was not worth it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? so right. I guess these kind of uh, it's, back and it's forth. temptation and then. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing is, first of uh, in my first trespasses, I felt like the worst piece of shit. And now I feel I, I feel more happy that I, I was allowed these mistakes to because it gives me so much understanding about what a human being is. And if someone else errors now, in my view, I am more more I have more patience with other people because I know how hard it can be. I did it myself. And you know, so I think it it helps me a lot to grow and it gives me more um more stability in a way that I, I I firmly believe that there's a life after death. And if you don't have that belief, I think you know it's you're, you're, you can be like a, a a leaf in the wind where any wind can blow you in any direction. But for me, I feel like I'm a a a, a metal ball and I'm just falling. <laughs> you know, I know I know there will be a flaw eventually. So don't worry about all these leaves and birds who are like, ooh, look at me. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm a stone. I'm a stone, but it's good. I will land on the ground. And the other people who are, who are flying eventually ask themselves, like, why am I flying? What's the purpose of flying? And I'm like, dude, look down. There's floor coming. And they're like, wow, look at me. I'm... <laughs> So I guess what's, yeah. What's the floor? What does that mean? Uh, the, the the hereafter. I think you know. I think the 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 now is um, kind of. I don't I don't claim to know why, but I just accept it that the now is a temporary now, and I will. I think there's an eternal, an eternal now after this now. I don't know why it's. This is something that I, I like to believe, you know, and, and I use the word like this. I like to believe it. I don't know. No one knows. But this is what what's, what feels best. And mm -hmm. I think this is where spirituality comes from. It's like what resonates with you? What, what does your soul, you know, accept? And I think these are very big terms. People have to, you know, accept that there is a soul. Some people don't don't think that there's a soul. They, they actually believe there is no soul. And I, th I think it's perfectly okay. But for me, to believe that there's no soul is, is, is as if I would say there's no air. It's impossible to believe it. It's like, mm -hmm. I, I feel my soul. It's like breathing. It's like, how can you tell me that I don't breathe air? And it's a very philosophical question because we have, the, we have that in Ma Matrix. Where Morpheus asks Neo, who is plugged into the computer, and he asks him, do you think it's air that you're breathing? Because he was so used to doing it that he cannot unthink it. So maybe it's only a program, you know, spirituality. But for me, it feels good. That's why mm -hmm. I, I stick to it. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. so in... I guess how I'm interpreting it, this is that, you know, always if, if, if I think of, of religion, um, I uh, a big part of it seems to be rules that you have to adhere to and and someone looking over your shoulder and saying you have to do this you have to do that um, mm -hmm. but there's also uh, usually if there's rules 
there's also opportunity, right? There's that the, these two things are inherently linked to each other. And like there, there's no one without the other. If there's no opportunity, there's no rules, and vice versa. Yes. Right. So but, the, would you say that it creates opportunity for yourself to, um, in general, like do you think, think it also creates opportunity? Do you do you feel that? Um, because you because I, you I said think it creates well, you broke opportunism. The Yeah, because yeah. you broke the rule, but mm. that allowed you to think about it and think, okay, was that really worth it? And yeah. and it kind of wires your brain mm. also for other situations where you know yeah. something is is you know not allowed, but everything that's not allowed is tempting for yes. a human being, right? Yes. And then yeah. if you break it once, then you're like, ah, that really didn't feel good, and you can apply that to other things as well. Um, I guess yes. Um, the thing is. It creates opportunity and opportunism, but I say where there is rules, there are exceptions. So we don't know, we are not the lawmakers, we are not mm -hmm. the judges. We don't know if we actually did, go did good or did bad. Mm -hmm. so we will find out when we find out, we can only hope. But this is a very interesting thing that you mentioned, because this is my personal problem with my Muslim brothers and sisters, I'd say, because they use the term of, um, um, uh, what, uh, how do you say something? If you, if you, um, you do, you did something good and you will get something from your reward. They talk about rewards. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And for example, th th these are real things that real Muslims believe. For example, every time that you say the, uh, the, uh, the word, Subhanallah, it's kind of saying, oh my God, how big this God is. Or every time you say Allahu Akbar, like yeah. the, the one God is the, the, the biggest, is, the, yeah. the greatest, mm -hmm. the greatest God. Um, there's a plant, a, a tree planted in the hereafter for you, which is bigger, is so big that the whole planet Earth will be under its shadow. So... Whenever you say it, and Muslims say it 33 times after a prayer, like not all the time, but usually it's a practice that you're, you're supposed to do if you want to. And people try to do these kinds of things to, uh, to kind of earn a huge mansion in paradise. And I'm like, hey, what's your, what's your goal? Why do you want to be rich in paradise? Like, why? Or you, there's another very controversial topic about the 77 uh, or 70 virgins, virgins. exactly mm. if you if you don't do it then you'll get 70 virgins and i'm like who would want to have 70 virgins like i don't know where know. this comes from I, this is, like i've heard it before but where, where does it actually come from what I, because i'm sure there's a, a deeper never, meaning behind it I never researched it, but it's, I can say that this is really a thing that Muslims talk about. Like this, it comes from somewhere. I never traced it back because I never was really interested in it. Yeah. And I always had <laughs> a hard time. I, I always had a hard <laughs> time explaining <laughs> it to my partners. No, they were yeah. like, hey, so you're going to get 77. And what about me? Yeah. Like, um, um, and then this is what, one time when I asked one of my teachers, and he was, uh, yeah, one of those topic mostly non-Muslims talk about, exactly. Uh, uh, and the thing is, so when, 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 
I asked my teacher, he said, yeah, but you're always going to be in a different appearance for her because she doesn't want 77 men on, on top of her. She wants you and only you. And you're is only, it's always going to be you in the perfect shape, the one that she is craving for, but it's going to be you. And then I was like, ah, oh, of course, makes sense. And I went to her and I was like, yeah, I asked him and he said, and she said, how is it possible? While you are playing with 70 girls, you're also playing with me. Like, <laughs> because it's not logical, it doesn't work. But the thing is, over time, I realized that you ask for the floor. I would maybe not use floor because floor is so hard, right? I would say the cushion or maybe the soft, no, the, the feather, the bed of feathers or whatever, the thing I will fall into. And that's God. I think, you know, I'm very, very curious and I want to know who God is. How does he look? How does he behave? How, you or, know, or is he is. a he? Yeah, exactly. Is he a he as, as Muslims tell me or is he maybe something else? And he, he sometimes in the Quran but the, talks about his hands or he created Adam in his image and whatever. So I, I want to find out. And I think this is where the answer will be. And I think this would be the reward of being able to meet God. And this is something that I would love to, to have. So this is what I call reward. But um, I guess, you know, many, all human beings are unique and they all have unique desires and wishes. And this is why I guess you have all of these rewards, mm -hmm. you know, because, yeah. Well, one thing I, I'm always wondering is, um, obviously, there's there's the hereafter. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, there's this classic proposition of, of heaven and, and hell, right? Mm -hmm. um, but uh, if there is such a thing as hell, right, which would mean that you are not forgiven, which apparently can happen, otherwise hell wouldn't exist. But, I mean... Um, you know, if he is the, the most forgiving, are there uh, things that cannot be forgiven that, um, will, that will lead you not to meet him? Well, in, we're, we're talking specifically about Islam perspective right now. And there's, well, one thing that's not forgiven in, and that's when you die and you die as someone who believes in a different power than the one God. Uh, okay. For example, if you say, well, let's say uh, Greek mythology has so many gods, right? Mm -hmm. And you mm -hmm. say, yeah, uh, Zeus is going to rescue me. And the way it's not going to be forgiven from Islamic perspective is the one God that we call Allah is going to say, hey, call Zeus. Let Zeus save you. You don't, you said you don't need me. So this is the, the, the. You know, like if hell is not a real yeah. thing, <laughs> this is yeah. But um, this is only the the the, uh, the 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 explanation that is given to I, I from my point of view, from my point of view, um, I think this God is very uh, he, he likes irony a lot because I think there's some something special hidden in irony. And I honestly, to be honest, I don't know if I'm supposed to say it, but from my point of view, I think it's more to 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 help people believe, to scare them, instead of that's a real thing. 
because there are many mentionings of, for example, one mentioning of, of God is that at one point of time, he will take his right hand and reach into the hell and everything that he grasps, he's going to take out of hell and put in paradise. So we can first ask, how big is his hand? How many people fit in? And if he's all big, the, all, the biggest, almighty and whatever, maybe all the people will fit in. And also there's Muslims can go to hell as well. So there's sinners, mm -hmm. uh, Muslims who are sinners who will go to hell and get their punishment. But and everyone after sins. Right. Exactly, exactly. So this is where we enter a very, very, very narrow field where no one can can really say things. Uh, it's, it's, if the, the problem is, if I, what would happen if we would say that whatever you do, you're gonna go to, uh, to heaven. You know, yeah, then nobody would, you know, everyone would just do whatever they want. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so nobody would follow you, anything. You, you, yeah. you can't, you can't just say, Hey, mm -hmm. yeah, it doesn't matter. It's okay. You don't yeah, need to be a good that's person. That's what I mean. That's, that's yeah. where the, yeah. So, uh, but on the other hand, it's, uh, you cannot be the most merciful. And this is why I use yeah. this mm -hmm. exactly. That's what if I, you, if you're not going to be, uh, merciful. So what we, from Islamic perspective, learn from the books is that some people kind of, um, they, they know better, but they choose different out of, you know, how, how we can become as human beings. We can be stubborn and be like, no, whatever, I don't care. Even though we know it's right, we choose the wrong path. Like if I say, Tom, this game is not for you. <laughs> yeah. Did you just say this game is not for me? <laughs> you can't say that to me, man. I know, I'm the same. I'm, I'm very, very much the same. So But it's funny actually, because I've had many like more things like that but that's another another story <laughs> but you've, you've, you've taught me something about myself there well it's whatever it, it doesn't matter it's i think you know for me personal i think spirituality is your personal connection to the other thing <laughs> let's call it the other thing yeah. to be as open as possible and i think you are in a relationship whether you know about it or not, whether you want it to be or not, even if it's a hate relationship, it's a relationship. If you, mm -hmm. you say, no, you don't exist. I don't like you. I don't want you and everything. It's okay. That's your choice. And um, I, I guess this might be from my point of view, the, the saddest outcome. But to be honest, my personal belief is we're all going to be saved. And some some muslims don't want to hear it because it's, it's unfair you know they're mm -hmm. like hey i prayed my whole life and yeah. he he yeah. just enters like this mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. I, we can but we cannot see what's fair and what's not fair because we cannot look inside the humans we don't know what drove the person how how his circumstances or her circumstances were how much internal suffering there was and everything so this is why I say the flaw, whatever, the, the death will bring certainty. Death is certain. And this is why I kind of, I kind of celebrate death and Jules hates me talking about it in a positive way because I look forward to it. I don't want to die, don't get me wrong, but I look forward to finally finding out and finally being like, oh, hey, I, uh, I missed you. I, I heard you all this time and can I finally mm -hmm. get to see you? 
Like, please, did mm-hmm. I do a good job? Am I worthy enough? Do, do you think <laughs> that's that's also one thing I uh, I wonder about? We're a bit past the hour, but I mean, for me, this is a great conversation. So, mm-hmm. um, um, do you think that um, the current life that we have here, this this human uh, temporary life, uh, do you think it is less or uh, more? than the afterlife or do you think one is is gonna is better or going to be better than the other in some way or just different i like to believe that the hereafter will be better but if you ask me that my initial reaction is it's equal and i think it's important that it is equal because you will just i think okay so from many people ask uh, from Islamic point of view, why did God create us, right? Why, why, why are we here? And then people tell you that because this is a test where you prove yourself, and if mm. you did good, you will enter paradise, and you, if you yeah. are not good enough, then you will earn hell. hell. So this is a pre-phase to your actual existence. Yes, I guess. But uh, uh, the the interesting thing is, I used to ask difficult questions that, that you're not supposed to ask. Some, you know, some scholars and teachers don't like people like me who ask questions that are very difficult. For example, par- paradoxes. Like, okay, God is the the strongest and almighty, right? Yes. Is it in, within God's might to create something that even he cannot lift up? Like, it's paradox because he would, you know, he would become powerless by being almighty. Like, no mighty by almighty and this is another question is okay god is all-knowing why does he need to create us and create the whole world and all the suffering and all the good and all the bad to 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 test us if he knows everything and then there was an answer that was so simple that i i i couldn't accept it but it sticked with me and now nowadays i have accepted it he said it's not for him, it's for us. If he would tr- throw us right into hell and right into paradise, then everyone would, would, would protest. The ones who go to prison would be like, no, maybe I wanted to go to hell. <laughs> I don't want to be in, he- in heavens. And those who, who went to hell were maybe would maybe say, hey, you didn't give me a chance. If I had known, I had, do- I had done better, uh, better. So this is kind of the, his prove to us why we land where we land kind of and this is where we, where it becomes very complicated about uh fate and uh, destiny and everything because he says everything is written every sand corn that will fall or rice corn every rice corn that you will eat is written down it's called risk so basically you could say hey I can't, I don't need to do anything. I'm not responsible. God wrote everything down. Like, let's say you are a very bad person and the worst person I can imagine is a rapist. You know, you're a rapist, a murderer, a whatever, child molester. And then you could say, hey, God wanted me to be that. You know, so we enter very, very difficult areas. And I I think the, 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 the proof 
will only come after death. Before that, yeah. it's only speculation. Mm -hmm. It's only yeah, speculation. It and mm -hmm. if the speculation doesn't help you, then I think it's it's uh, it's not. We should not do it. If it actually helps us to to find out about, for example, the qualities of human beings, the qualities of higher beings, uh, do angels exist? How can they exist, or whatever? If it helps us, then we sh we can speculate. In, But if in the it current only, life. yes. What what do you mean? Yeah, in in the current life, right? That's yeah, yeah. that's that's the interesting uh, thing there for me. Like, um, you know, does it help us in the current current yeah. life or or yeah. not? Or is it relevant that it that something helps us in in the I, afterlife of, or not right now? I think you know at the moment, even though even though the hereafter matters so much, right now only right now matters. But your right now will or is important to 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 take care of it now because your now will be the now in the future. So you will earn a different now based on your now now. <laughs> I know it's but uh, the future what is I mean, the hereafter of the present. Yes, yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and there used to be in the beginning of Islam uh, a, a very, very strict Muslims who stopped living. They yeah. stopped living and mm -hmm. only prayed and everything. And the, the, the Prophet went to them and said, no, you should not do this. You're here for a reason. You are supposed to live. You should go the middle way. You know, but, but why? Mm, because... Why should you do that? I, under, I understand what why, why they would do that. If 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 you interpret it, you know, or in, not even interpret it. If you if you take it very strictly and you say, okay, uh, in order not to sin, uh, I basically I cannot live, right? Mm -hmm. And if it means that if I do too many sins or something like that, then you know the eternal afterlife will be horrible. So I mean I don't want that. So I'd rather right now live you know in a very simple and and um you know you stop living because how can if god created for angels in islamic perspective angels are flawless they cannot uh, they don't have their own um internal egoistic uh, thinking whatever they do is a is a command by god and if um if god wants to be the most merciful He needs people to 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 forgive. You know, if we don't sin, he cannot forgive us. So, another thing is exactly it doesn't mean that you're supposed to sin, but it's it's natural that you're gonna sin. The sin is not the 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 the, the real deal, the matter. The it's how you behave with the sin. You do you, do you just accept it? I think. That way of thinking inherently assumes that living a spiritual religious life is worse. Uh, okay, we're gonna come to this uh, after this, but you know, for for now, let's stick to the, the the sinning. It doesn't mean that sinning is is uh, is good or bad. It's just that why would it matter to to God, who is so big and you know so exalted and everything? Why would it matter to Him if? whatever let's say you 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 cut down a tree um but what do, what does matter is if you say i don't care about this god i don't care if he likes it or not this is something that kind of um i don't know i don't know if you if you know if you understand what i mean but um 
it's let's let's use it on a more personal uh, area if if i steal from you because i'm hungry you know i think it's easier for you to to forgive me because you, you if you would see my situation i have three children and they're hungry and everything you would still be pissed that i stole your food because you might have needed it but you might be understand but if i steal with saying fuck tom you know it, it feels different And I think it's about this relationship, you know, this, this sinning is not the, 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 the thing that matters, the intention, the, the, your, your thought, your whatever. And if you do a mistake and you come back to the source of your creation you, and you're like, Hey, I did a mistake and you know me, you know, I, I am mm-hmm. going to do mistakes. Can you help me improve? You're, you're conscious of it. Exactly. This mm-hmm. is a different way of being like, Yeah, I did it. So what? What are you gonna yeah, do? Yeah. <laughs> and then in, in the, all of the comic films, you get a a a, a flash or a lightning hitting the guy who's <laughs> you know ranting at God. Yeah. You know this is kind of provocative behavior, yeah. and this is why you you have like the reward and the the the, the um, punishment. And what uh, Yusuf said, the way that way of thinking, what do you mean? Assumes that living a spiritual religious life is worse. Um, about what? About, about people who only live without sinning or what exactly? It's not a simple trade. Uh, not, I'm, not, I'm not entirely sure, but there's, there's another thing. Uh, okay. I live a worse life now and get rewarded, Professor Boy said. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, so it inherently assumes that living a spiritual religious life is worse, like the current life is worse than the afterlife? Is that what he means? No, I think he, he he's like, uh, he means that it's not a simple trade where either you have a good life in here and then you will go to hell for this, or you live a quote-unquote boring uh, perfect life and, and therefore you will go into 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 hell I, i yeah i agree i think it's not it's not that simple as you know you, you you're gonna have you're gonna have situations in your life because as we, what i mentioned earlier when when you believe in the predetermination and everything maybe uh, there's one dog that you're gonna rescue from drowning one day along the way But you cannot do it if you stay at home trying not to sin. You know, you, it's kind of, yeah. Okay. So by by not doing anything, you're going against the the uh, predetermined? Yeah, you go against your own fate. Maybe, okay, maybe, it is, maybe it is your fate to do it. Your but, fate, right. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get kind, it. Kind of. Mm, I see uh, what and, you mean. But this is all, this is all highly speculative. Yeah, sure. And, but you know, it's... But, Yeah, it's an interesting yeah. it's an interesting thing to unfold to try and yeah, de- definitely for us too the only thing i'm i'm kind of a little nervous because we're online <laughs> other people can see it and might understand it wrong or maybe walk into our conversation and are like of what course, the fuck <laughs> everything we say here is highly speculative yeah, just yes. just to be clear um yeah. there there's there's another thing i'm i'm in my head with mm-hmm. uh, and that is um I think you touched on this before, um, mm-hmm. but do you think, or what do you think is, or uh, whatever, what, what is, the, what, what do you think is the reason that God has created humans in His likeness, 
And what is the reason that uh, God would say, uh, okay, come come to heaven? It, I, I'm assuming it's not to keep him company, you know? This is, uh, well, this is, this is a extremely difficult question where I can only say I don't know. Uh, I can say what I can think of, but I, I, I have no proof of anything that it might there be There is so. There is no proof, of course. Yeah. This is, of course, again, speculative, but I'm just wondering what, what your inter- interpretation of it is or what your thought of it is and what's Islam's, uh, what, what Islam okay. determines it to be, if there's any determination of it. So what I like to, what I like is the explanation of the Sufis. So as you might know, I think I told you, yeah, I told you, I, I, I follow the Naqshbandi tradition. Uh, so I'm what they call Sufi, uh, or Sufism is Islamic mysticism. And uh, from mm, Sufi perspective, it's um, God wanted to create, uh, or the first, they also say it in the Bible. Um, uh, how was it? Uh, the God said, let there be light and it was light, mm-hmm. something. Um, first there was the word and then God said that let there be light or something and yeah so uh, we we do believe the same thing but we only we we say or we we kind of believe that this light that he created was the soul the soul of all human beings and he created that soul to create Muhammad because Muhammad is in and I think Maybe Yusuf can translate it even better. Um, um, thank you for being with us, Chief. Uh, anyhow, Muhammad is kind of uh, the the the. So the 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 word which is in in there is hamd, which is um, gratefulness, and the one I think it's something like the one who deserves the gratefulness or something. Because we say Alhamdulillah is um, all praise go. Ah, yeah, all praise go to 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 the one God, and I think the Muhammad is the praised one. So the God who deserves all praise wanted to create one who deserved to be praised, and this is Muhammad. And to create Muhammad, he created the whole soul uh, from which we all came and he put that soul into Adam and Adam then brought children and out of his children, Muhammad should come uh, to give these humans an example. And actually it is to be with in, in company with God. This is the highest reward that we from Islamic perspective can earn that we are going to be with him next to him. That's from our egoistic perspective, right? What yeah, what about yeah, yeah. his perspective? Is it also his? Uh, you know, is it is it is it also? Uh, you know, for for us, it's it's the highest honor to be yeah. with him. Mm. Uh, but do you think it is also for him the highest honor to be with us? Well, I think we cannot know it, and we have a a a, a similar situation where the the angels. It's in the creation of Adam, where uh, God calls the, the 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 angels and the citizens of heaven, and surrounds them and is like, "Hey, look at my! Uh, I'm going to." He tells them, "I'm going to create a human race, and I'm going to put them on the planet Earth." 
and the angels ask, are you going to put those on the planet who create bloodshed and uh, will fight wars with each other? Yeah. And then the God says, I know what you don't know or whatever, something similar uh, or, uh, you know, in a, in a way of telling you that I have secrets and uh, his things hidden that are not supposed to be unveiled yet. So we can't know. I don't know. This is too, too far. Okay. Um, but I think, I think it is in the nature, in, in, in the nature of this being, if this, you know, being is love and creation, it needs to love and create to, to be, you know, to, but mm -hmm. I don't know. I think it's out of the nature of God, I think, but it's a good question. It's a difficult question. This is where, where, Uh, Buddhism uh, or similar traditions have different explanations where they say life goes in circles, right? Uh, where you are like you, you have exhaustion, like breathing, everything expands and then it pulls back together and then it mm -hmm. will expand again. And I think, you know, this like the is the big bang. Exactly. And they, this is exactly what, what they, they say. Like before the big bang, there was a big bang, but we just yeah, don't just, know if it, it just collapsed. And yeah. Yeah explode it again yeah so i i think this this might be might be a a a a, a um uh, a valid way of how he does it maybe you know maybe it might be that the angels before they were were angels that they were humans they only forgot because you know they had this situation then the contraction be began They were all connected with God, in God, and then God decided, I'm going to do it again. Mm -hmm. Might be, I don't know. It's a good question, but a very, very hard to answer yeah. that one. Also, you know, when you were talking about the the, the perpetuating circle, uh, mm -hmm. we kind of get into reincarnation as well, which I think is a really nice idea. I mm -hmm. think it's a really uh, nice uh, way of thinking uh, mm -hmm. about about the afterlife, is that we, we just reincarnate in an animal or even another human or and then mm. it keeps keeps perpetuating yeah definitely it's i um i had my difficulties with that thought because i i had situations in my life um i guess i can i can admit it i i had substances in my system <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've had need... those too, Bella. So we can we can be so, both. <laughs> yeah, and I was brave enough to stand in front of a mirror or sit in front of a mirror for hours, and I did see past lives of myself. But I don't know if it was my imagination or if it was real. It felt real. It felt as if I re 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 uh, recognized myself, and I remembered like faintly remembered who I have been before. And I think there, there, there might be, I don't know. I don't know. I think there might be some, uh, some possibility to it because from one point of view, which is my personal experience, it makes sense from another point of view, which is uh, my religion, I guess, or my mm -hmm. spirit. I don't mm -hmm. like the word religion. I don't like religion too much, but from my, you know, spiritual um, perspective, it doesn't make too much sense because it feels like my soul was in heavens and 
came down when it was time to come down. That could also be the case. Do, do, is that even perpetuated in Islam at, at all? Or is the afterlife yes. always eternal? Or can you come down from heaven if you go there again? Uh, you can come down from heaven because we know of cases where angels were looking down on humans and were like, why don't they just stick to the rules that God creates? Okay. And they, they were wondering. They can't come back as humans. Uh, once, they, once, you've, once you are in, in heaven... Can you come back as a human? They came back. God sent them. He was like, hey, if you think that's so easy, I will allow you to go down okay. as human beings. But these are exceptions. These are exceptions, but it's possible. So technically... So it's, not everybody would would eventually... Well, we think Muslims believe that Jesus Christ is one of these beings who yeah. is going mm -hmm. to definitely come back. Mm -hmm. So we, we are waiting. Technically, Jews... Muslims and Christians are waiting for the same thing, the arrival of, of Jesus Christ. <laughs> so it's an interesting, it's, but no, it's an interesting idea because, because maybe it's, it's a perpetual th thing, right? Where, where mm. humans do go to heaven and then come down again and then perpetually, you know, yeah, get yeah. born again until the, 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 the Messiah gets born again. I, I think I when think, it's his yeah. turn. This is kind of the, the gray zone where I am, where I'm like, yeah, it might be possible because I, do, I don't know. From Islam yeah. point of view, they say if you die, you stay in your in your grave or where your grave is. Okay. Or maybe you wander around as a ghost. So that, that you, all but your, your spirit doesn't stay in your grave, does it? Or uh, Yes, your spirit. Your yes. spirit stays in your grave. Yeah, and depending on how you were, how you lived, your grave will be huge and like a preview of paradise. Or you will have a preview of hell, like a window to hell opens in your grave and everything's going to get tied. And so depending on what life you, you lived mm -hmm. and if you have unfinished business, you might not be in your grave yet and not be able to, to get there. So these are all uh, theories that they do exist in Islam as well. Um, so I don't know. I've never heard of a Islamic theory about uh, reincarnation. reincarnation. But it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. I just haven't yeah. come across it yet. And to me, to be honest, to me, it sounds possible. But what do I know, right? But mm -hmm. I, I, I like I like to believe that um, because um, without knowing anything about reincarnation, I always already said that I have a very old soul. And I don't know how I came up with that idea. Like, I've, I don't know why. But it feels to me like I know, I, I know so many things and I don't know why. And it, it's stupid, but I think maybe it's parts of a different soul that connected with my new soul, I guess. And we formed a new soul. So maybe it's a hybrid kind of thing. I have no idea. But yeah, it's interesting to, to think about these things. Mm. <laughs> but we are already oh, half an hour over the time. I think yeah. we, we, we're going to have to to i mean we yeah. could we could go on for hours obviously i think so i think so <laughs> no but i mean to me to me it's it's very interesting so uh yeah thank you for for giving your your insights so so openly and i mean i i have barely any knowledge about this topic but but to me it's very fascinating because it it seems to um influence how people live how a lot of people live and yeah. how they interpret this life 
yeah. which which I think is a is a very interesting uh, proposition. Um, mm. Me personally, I like I like to to think that you know, uh, um, we. I, I personally believe that I only live will live once, right? Mm-hmm. Right now, and and that after that, uh, there there will be nothing at all, which may mm-hmm. be kind of a depressing uh, uh, way of looking at it. But I don't I don't really see it that way, because. Um, for me, I see it as you know, I'm I'm grateful to to be alive, to be conscious, to be able to think, to be able to uh, you know have have this life right now. Um, so yeah, I'm 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 trying to to remember to to live it right now to to the fullest or or, or <laughs> whatever that means. Um, but of course, it's it's important to remind yourself of that from time to time. And for me, there's no real structure behind it because i have no structural belief mm-hmm. system so i can understand that having uh, a belief system like that can help you um in your life to bring structure in your life and to the way that you live mm-hmm. uh, because for me that's not the case you know i i like to believe that right now i i i'm gonna live once so i have to enjoy it as much as possible but you forget that right mm-hmm. there's no there's no perpetuating structure that that says to me remember you gotta live your life to the fullest today because you're mm. only gonna live once so yeah that's that's why i like talking about this as well to just like remind me of of that because the the reason that i like to think that way is that you know that's the only thing i can be certain of is that i'm alive right now and mm-hmm. and and you know the the, the ch- for me the chance of, of being there being something afterwards uh for me is 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 so small that i like to to think in this direction i mean that's mm. just the way they like they like to think because right now is the only thing that for me is certain so yeah, of um, course yeah it makes total sense and i i do get that and i think it's uh what i what i don't uh what i always feel bad about personally when i when i talk about these things um most of the time it's two people like you and people like you already sounds wrong but you know, with a different, uh, with the same perspective as you have. And I never intend to make you feel as if you should have a different perspective. It's absolutely mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. And I think this is, uh, you might be, you know, you might be chosen to go to heaven without knowing because you yeah. don't, you don't want it. You, you're just like, oh, a, if it comes, I'll, I'll take it, but I don't need it. You know yeah, what I'm, I mean? I'm, I'm not. I'm not hoping for it. You know, I'm not. I'm. I'm not hopeful that that it that you know something like that will will be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, if there if there is, I'm sure I'll be grateful if 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 I'm allowed. Uh, but but uh, you know, I'm I'm, I'm I'm I like to not hope for it because mm-hmm. I might I might be disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, know, exactly. and, and I, th- I guess mm-hmm. there's one more thing in that direction that I want to ask you. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's kind of a silly question. Uh, but it's been in my head this whole time, and that is, uh, you, you know, you're a religious uh, person. Uh, would you recommend it to a friend? You, you, you said, you said, obviously, you just said, I don't want to change your perspective, right? Mm-hmm. I, I understand that you don't want to uh, change someone's way of thinking or my way of thinking in any way, uh, because it's very personal to everyone. Um, but uh, without wanting to convert right mm-hmm. would you recommend it to someone as as a friend would you say okay you know as a friend i would say this is this is useful for me this is so useful for me that i would 
recommend it to you or to someone out there who's listening to to do something in that direction <laughs> if you know what you i know, mean you know i would never well not i would not say never but i would uh, i would try my hardest not to because not to recommend it yes because i i don't know maybe i have a, a nice way of talking or, or whatever but two of my friends actually converted to islam because of me without me trying to convert yeah. them mm -hmm. I, it was just i told them hey i chose this path this is how i'm going to do it and mm -hmm. they, it, has, they, it has benefited you so you wanted to benefit them as well in the same way no i i only said it has benefited me right. and they were like okay i want to see what you got there mm. and they wanted yeah. to have it too and i think it caused more harm to their lives than benefit because they were not ready so my even though from islamic perspective we are supposed to invite others mm -hmm. but only invite um i would not suggest it or, or, or recommend it to anybody but i would uh, you know pray to god to 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 invite them for me because mm -hmm. i think it's a thing as i say it's a re relationship between you and the thing yeah. mm -hmm. and um i think if my my actions inspire you to try something for yourself as well then i'm happy but recommending it to you is extremely difficult and and can cause more harm than than benefit because you know mm, we're complicated beings but yeah. yeah if it was easy though i would i would uh, recommend it to everyone i would i would i would be because, the because of how it has helped you personally it is in your amazing. life and given you structure and yes, given and you opportunity and not only this wonders i have i literally i i i am witnessing wonders in my life all the time but the thing is it's yeah what is a wonder right some people want to call it coincidence and it's perfectly fine so this is you know so i i like to enjoy what i have if someone wants to have it too i'm more than willing to share it but i don't want to force anything yeah, onto sure. anybody. yeah yeah i understand okay that's 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 the questions that i had for you for now i think i think um yeah very interesting talk and very very open talk very open-minded talk where we can think freely i think this, mm -hmm. this is very this is the, the 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 best way of 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 communicating and and just you know thinking about it learning about it because i'm, I'm so fascinated by it and I, i respect it a lot even though i'm not really just myself so yeah i uh Thank you. I learned a lot today. Thank you. Thank Bella. you. Uh, me too. Uh, you, I learned from your questions because you also had, you know, difficult questions as well. And I like that about you. So thank you very much. All right. And it was a good episode, I think. Yeah. yeah like our long, longest yet. <laughs> We're getting longer and longer, like our microphones. <laughs> Mine doesn't really get longer than it already is. I would start well, asking questions if a, it was. You have a black, black soft condom on it. That's why. <laughs> okay. Oh, Obviously, time to, 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 to <laughs> nowhere. It's it's going to the end. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, usually, we make an after talk, but I feel kind of exhausted. Yeah. Shall yeah. we? You know, wrap it up today. We've, we've but, done it. We've yeah, done the after okay. talk in the episode. Uh, so no after talk today uh but uh thank you for watching uh, and listening thank you for watching live thank you for listening on all the other platforms that we are on uh, thank i you appreciate for contributing you. 
especially yeah. Chief and Yusuf. Thank, thank you. you for contributing to the to the discussion. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you for sticking around all the way till the end, if you did. So I hope you learned something as much as I did and enjoyed it as much as I did. And I bid you a very good night. Goodbye. See you next time. Bye-bye.